Hey everybody, guess what? This is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast and also the Red Pill University featuring Red Pill Lectures. Hey, I want to tell everybody, welcome, how you doing? Congratulations and Happy New Year's. And for all those people who are celebrating the New Year, Happy New Year's. For all those who are waiting for the New Year, Happy New Year's. And if you haven't listened, congratulations and Happy New Year's. You've been with me this far. I want to say, hey, thank you, welcome, and this season eight is all about what it is, red pill. We're going to start getting into it. Let's dig in right now. We're not doing no motivation. That's only for everything else. This one, we're going to dig right in. Listen carefully, students. Let me tell you what I want you to do. If you are one of my students, you automatically know what you need to do. You need to have your notebook. And you need to write this down or rememberize it. Because if you you already wrote it down and you have a good memory, I am the high-value person in my life. No one's more valuable than me. Remember that, students, that is what you are. You are the most valuable person in the world. Nothing's more higher and valuable than you. All right? Remember that, okay? That makes you the most high-value person. That makes you the, the, that makes you the one that is so important. Yes, that does. It does. It makes you very important. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example, students. The other day, I was watching, I was surfing the internet, and I'm always surfing the internet because that's how I get a lot of my content. People always ask me, well, professor, how do you get your got to do research. And I was researching and stuff, and I was watching a video of this guy was sitting, this gentleman, can't make this one up right here, students, can't make it up. Guy was standing there, he was, he was sitting there, at, he was sitting at home. He was sitting at home because he just got off work and he sat down. When he sat down, his, whether he call it, I think his baby mama, girlfriend, or whoever she was, the first thing she did was when she came in, he came in, she came in, the house was still a mess. She walked in and the first thing she said was, she said, hi. And he goes, "Um, where you been? She goes, I've been out. Because apparently, you don't have time for me. Exactly what she said. I'm telling you, cannot make this up. I'm telling you. She said, you don't have time for me. Exactly what she said. You don't have, you don't have time for me. I got to find someone who will have time for me. Who has time for me. So he turns around and he goes, okay. He looked up and he says, I need you to do me two things. She said, what's that? Get out. What? He says, get out. Get the F out. Get the fuck out. That's three words. I didn't say three words. I said three things. What's the other two? Get your shit and I want you gone. And change that damn. And the third one, change your address quickly I don't want you here get out of here you ain't staying here sorry not having you here he said be gone be gone matter of fact I'm gonna matter of fact this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna guarantee that you're gonna be out of here I'm gonna make sure that you're gonna be out of here have a nice one he didn't say nothing he walks, he walks away. 
and she's like, and she's looking and she's all like, you know, talking about, fine, I'll give my shit. You don't, you'll never survive without me. She says, be good then. I'll never survive without you. I, I, I'm happy. That makes me happy, but I want you gone. And she's, and she's slowly getting, she's slowly getting her things. She's trying to argue, she's trying to find fault. She's finding faults with him. Talking about what his mistakes was. You know what? You did this and you did this. And she's just finding all kinds of things wrong with him. Talking to him. Saying to him what, what he did wrong. What his mistakes were. He says, they're not your mistakes no more. He goes, why are you worried about it? You don't have to worry about it. You can be gone. You're gone. Remember? We're not. We're not. We're, we're gone. We're done. So those mistakes and stuff, you ain't got to worry about it no more. We's happy. Be gone. I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. Thank you. I'm happy. Thank you. And she left. And he, he made sure she left. Now, the, the, more why, the reason why I'm telling you this, students, is that, look, a lot of times you may get a woman or a woman, women, you may get a man. I, I had to, uh, we can flip this around. I saw a video, uh, you know, sometimes women do have that problem too. There was this woman, she, um, she, um, she worked a lot. I mean, she did. I mean, she had two jobs because her man, he couldn't find work because the ink on his, um, the ink on his papers were, were still fresh. When I say fresh, they were like freshy fresh. Yeah, he had, he had only been out, say, two months. And, and that's how hard it was. And, and, the, and the girl, she understood that it was going to be hard for him to find work. So she kind of understood that and she kind of put in perspective. I know, you know, but him being that she's never home because she's busy working. Guess what? Guess what? I mean, guess what he did? He was, he was, he brought a girl over and he was up in the room banging her. Banging some girl that he didn't, that, that his, his, his girlfriend was at, his girlfriend was at work. Yeah, his girlfriend was at work and he's sitting there banging some chick that he, that he talked to. And, and didn't think nothing of it. Like it was nothing. It was like, it's all copacetic. It's all gravy. It's all gravy. You know, nothing. All gravy. And he's looking like it's all gravy. And he's like, what? Yeah. So guess what? He's looking like it's all gravy. And, it's, and he's all happy. Like, oh, I'm good. So... So he was happy, and he was all like, like, it ain't nothing. He comes out of the room, she's coming in the house with groceries. She looks at him, and he's got his, he got his, he got his, he got his thang thing out. You know, he's bug naked with his thang thing out, and he's like, what? And he goes, you never home. I got needs. See what I mean? It's like I said, tables can turn. Sometimes it can be, it can flip. Sometimes it could be where the girl has needs and sometimes where the guy has needs. Now, that guy right there was just, what it was, he was just self. He was selfish. To be honest with me, he was selfish. The reason why I say that, students, is because, listen, 
if you get with someone and they got two jobs trying to provide for you so that you can get yourself together, common courtesy is to keep that house clean. Make sure that when that person comes home, there's a hot meal waiting on her. Making sure she got, making sure there's food on the house. Make sure there's food in the house. You know, at least, at least make sure, make sure the house is clean. You may not do a lot, but make sure the house is clean. That's it. If you don't cook, because you don't know how to cook, or you or that's not your job, because that's a woman's job, well then, you make sure that you do one thing. Just make sure you got everything together, everything's good, and everything's great, and that you take care of business, TCB. Take care of business. Just keep the house clean. De- I didn't say spotless, just decent. Decent enough to where she won't be, she'll be mad, but not too mad. That's what I'm talking about. So that, that's how you do it. Cause you don't wanna, you don't wanna make it like, you don't wanna make it too perfect and clean. Because then she'll think that she doesn't need, she's not needed. See, some women need, need to be needed. Some women feel like they need to be needed. Let me tell you something. I had this, I had this, um, I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, I had this really good, I had this really good buddy of mine. Yeah, really good buddy of mine. And he was pretty, pretty good. Really good buddy of mine, pretty good. We, we sat there and, you know, he was pretty cool. He ended up, he ended up getting in trouble because he, um, he did something and he ended up going to jail. And I, I have a rule of thumb and I always will say this and I will tell everybody this. I have a rule of thumb. I don't care what you did in your life. I don't care what you did in your, in your past life or your previous life or whatever you did. That's not my problem. What I care about is what you do in today's life. So, all I care about is that if you, if you are the type of person, if you are a good person, then you are a good person. If you are, you know, I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't judge you. I don't look at you and be like, uh, you ain't got this, you this, you that. You know, just be just, just bad mouthing someone. I don't do that. What I will do is I do care. And I always will say I care. Because my emotions are my emotions are always high, to the point to where I always will say, I care. I care enough about you as a person. Because I don't I don't judge you, so you know so I never judge him. So when he went to jail, he was good. Then one day he he got out of jail. He got out and, and he he called me and said I'm getting out. And I was like yeah. He said I'm going over to this girl's house. That's where I'm going to be staying at. Cause you know. She held me down, so I'm gonna go and spend some. I'm gonna go stay with her and stuff. Here's what he. Here's what he did. The girl that his baby mama, yeah, because he had two kids by this one girl. She would not let him see his kids. The whole time he was in jail, he could not see his kids at all. Kids wouldn't come and visit him. It irritated him. But this one girl, she's been holding him down, putting money on his books and everything. As soon as he got out, the girl that had been holding him down, putting money on his books, he went to her house, stayed there one week, left, and left, just walked off. Went over to this baby mama's house and begged her, could he stay with her? 
Said he has no place to stay. Says, can I stay here with you? Because I got no place to stay. Baby mama was like, uh, no. She was like, uh, no. And he said, why? She says, because uh, I'm good. She says, I'm good. You can't stay here. And he said, and she's like, why? And he's like, why? Why? He begging and pleading. He's simping. Seriously, he was simping. What it was is that he hadn't seen his kid. And he and it just it happens that way. I'm telling you, students, it actually happens. And he was just simping. To the point to where it looked bad. Would I do that? Um, you bet you damn right I would just see my kids, of course. Yes, if you have a bunch of kids, yes, you do. You do what you I always say you do what you gotta do because you gotta see your kids. I'm not knocking him. I didn't, I'm not knocking his hustle. You know, my thing is, I don't knock his hustle. So whatever he had to do, that's what he had to do. I don't knock it, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad at him. You know, that's his hustle, that's his hustle. You know, that's how I look at it. That's your hustle, that's your hustle. So when he finally, he got, he got done, when he finally got done what he was doing, you know, he got done what he was doing. You know, he relaxed, he chilled. He was like living his best life. Yeah, he was living his best life and everything. And he, you know, his baby mom finally let him see the kids. Once he saw the kids and saw how good they were, he was, he was good. That girl that he dogged, oh, turned out that girl right there was his soulmate. Because he ended up helping her. He ended up helping her. Well, she wasn't very, she was honest, but not that honest with him. And everybody was like, what do you mean? Professors, do tell. Give us the tea. Spill the tea. Well, what happened was, well, she, she, had, a, she, had, a, she had a crazy ex-boyfriend. He was in jail, and he was a cray-cray. That's why he went to jail, because she put him there. Well, when he got out, he went straight to her house, and she did not, not want to be with him. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and she just did not want to spend time with him. She told him, we're done. She said, after you put me in the hospital, she says, we're done. And he's all like, I'm sorry, I'm a changed man. I got locked up, you know, I had time to think, to reflect on, on how I see myself. And then he just started seeing myself. She says, well, I got a new man. She's like, I got a new man. She's like, I got a boyfriend. I moved on. And that dude happened to walk in. The dude happened to walk in the door. He had, because she still had the key. So he walks in the door, you know. When he walks in the door, she goes, Hi. She says, What are you doing here? I thought you was with your, I thought you was with your kids. I thought it was with your baby. I thought it was with your baby. She said, she said it just like that. I thought you was with your baby mama and, your, and the kids. Oh, I did. I actually got, I got to see my kids. 
That's what I was trying to explain to you. I, my kids are the most important thing in my world. If I can't see my kids, that irritates me. And she was doing that because she knew that I had, she did that on purpose because she knew that I had someone in my life. That was you. He said, she got mad because I had you in my life. She wanted me to be, she wanted me to be single and be miserable like her. And I'm not trying to be miserable, I'm trying to be happy. I mean, if you, he said, if you felt any type of way, thought I was trying to not be, not, not do anything with you, he said, no, I just, my kids, I told you, my kids are the most important thing to me in the world. Without my kids, there's no, there's no me. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I love my kids. Look, whether or not they're in my life or not, I love my kids. And I'm going to get my, he said, I'm going to get my life together. I'm going to get right with my life, you know. So, since I'm going to get my life right, so, so that I can, I can, so I can see my kids. I don't want to not see them. So, you know, and that's what he was telling her. And she was like, okay. And then here, here, here's her ex-boyfriend standing there while she's sitting there talking to him. He's like, and I apologize. He says, look, and I apologize. He says, I'm going to apologize in advance right now. I'm going to make, I'm going to make a lot of goddamn dumb mistakes. I'm going to screw up. I'm going to fuck up. I'm going to be stupid. I'm going to do some dumb shit. I'm going I'm to tell you right now before I do anything. He said, it's the first and last time you're going to hear me simp. You're going to hear me simp. This is the first and last time you're going to hear me simp. After this, I am no longer going to be simping. You're going to hear me just be, I'm not going to simp at all. First and last time. First and last time you're going to hear me be emotional. And start talking to you emotionally and tell you about whatever and stuff. You first and last. You understand? After this, no more. I'm not gonna do this anymore. You got that? We good, all right? He says, we are good. And she goes, okay. And he sat there and he started simping. For five minutes he simped. He was telling her about how he felt. And what he and what she meant to him and stuff. And he said that um, he told her, he says, he says, you are you are. He says, and he says, um, I want you to um, I, I want you to keep your job. Once you get uh, he said, once you get another job, he says, get another job. He says, I want you to keep your two jobs. All right. I'm going to get a job. So you keep your two jobs. I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a second, I'm going to get me a job. Once I get a job, you're going to quit one of your jobs. Because we got, he says, he says, we are going to go to church on Sunday. We are going to church on Sunday. Because in order for me to, he said, he said, in order for me to marry you, I got to get myself right with the man upstairs so that we can get married together. And she looked at him, he says, now, you got, you got all that? She's like, yeah, good. I'm done talking now. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, can I put my things in the room? She's like, oh, yeah. Her ex-boyfriend was sitting there like, uh, who the fuck is that? She said, she said, who the fuck is that? And he was like, that's my, and he was like, she said, she goes, that's my fiance. She goes, that's my boyfriend. She goes, that's my, that's my boyfriend, but not no more. She goes, that's my boyfriend, but not no more. He says, well, you mean not no more? Well, we're getting married. So that's my fiance. Your fiance, and he was livid. I can tell you students, 
He was mad. He was pissed. Pissed was not the abstinence of, of the word. I mean, seriously, he was that. He was on steroid, that kind of pissed. And then she showed him to the door. He got mad. Come talking about that. He's sorry. He made a mistake. She says, no, I'm good. When I asked my friend, so I talked to my friend, I asked him, so, you know, how, you know, how things are going, you know, he got, he got, he has a full-time job, works, he works at a, he works at a plant, a manufacturing plant, back where I'm from, and he um, is the plant, he's the plant, he's a plant foreman, he's the one that runs, he runs that whole plant, he started from the bottom and worked his way up, and knows how to operate every machine in that plant. The actual plant foreman that was there, the guy, the plant manager, the, they have the plant foreman, they have a plant manager. The plant manager, they have the fo- plant foreman, then the plant manager, those are how they run. He didn't know how to do none. He couldn't, he, did, he was just like in awe. Yeah, he was in awe because the plant manager was like, you know, the owner of the, the, the company, the company that owns it, was asking, was coming around going, so tell me, so how do I, you know, I like to know some things. They're asking all these questions, they're asking him questions, and, the, and he's like, the, own, the plant manager didn't know how to do none of that stuff. He didn't know how to do none of this. So the plant manager was like, uh, let, me get, let me get my foreman. They said, why do we need, and, they, and in their head, they're thinking like, why do we need him when we have the foreman? Foreman knows everything. They asked foreman, you know how to run the machine? He said, oh, that's easy. He clicks and flips it, flip the switch and said, that's how you run it. Oh, okay. What about this machine? He said, yo, yeah, flip, flip. He said, oh yeah? And what about this machine? He said, oh yeah, I can do that one too. So he ran that machine. So they're all, they're all puzzled how, they're all puzzled that this plant, man, plant foreman can do everything that the plant manager can't do. The only thing that the plant foreman can't do is that he doesn't know how to do the paperwork. And that's because the plant manager did it on purpose. He didn't teach him that. Because he wanted to keep him as like a clutch. But you know, that's all good and gravy and stuff. So to each his own. I always say to each his own. And that's how I look at it. Yeah, to each his own. And that's how that's how it works. You know, to each his own. They living, we live in that good life. Getting that good, good stuff. So that's how life is. I'm just telling you. Yeah, yeah, I'm just telling you. You know, and that's how it is. They're living that good, good life. You know, so the, and I mean, and today, when I, when I, when I talk to him, He's he's happy. Been married for going. Been married for almost twenty years. Been married almost thirty years. Yeah, they've been married almost thirty years. They have been married almost thirty years. That's how long they've been together. And he said he never looks a day. He said he never look a day. Every day he he wakes up. He said every day he goes. He said when he goes to bed he goes to, he goes to bed. He says I go to bed naked. And his wife, he tells his wife, go to bed naked. And, and people always ask me, well, professor, why I don't get that? He said, because he has a rule of thumb. They don't argue and they don't argue naked. They don't argue 
unless they're naked. If they're gonna argue, they gotta argue naked. He said because he has to make sure that he's being honest. He said, I want her to, I want her to look at me when I look at her. And if we're naked, we gotta be honest with each other. That's why we argue naked. We don't argue with our clothes on because we can't walk out that house. I don't think my wife wants to walk out of the house naked, neither do I. So we argue naked. And that's how we do things. And it kind of, it, to her, it, it's one of those things that it made her the happiest person in the world. We go to bed naked. If, we're in the, if we happen to get into an argument, I, I will go to, if we get into an argument from saying something downstairs, I will go upstairs and change clothes and get naked and go to bed. And when she comes in and then if she got her clothes on, I would, I would literally rip her clothes off. I say, oh no, we don't sleep with clothes on. And she looks at me like, what do you mean? Yeah, we had an argument. And then she realizes, oh yeah, that's right. And then she'll take her clothes off. And then we'll go to bed. And morning, wake up, we're happy. Yes. So what I'm telling you students, the moral of this story is what I say about red pill. Sometimes when you're getting with someone, when you're with someone, sometimes you just have to put up with a lot of BS. Sometimes that person, sometimes you, it's a diamond in the, diamond in the rock. It's a diamond in the rock. You just got to find that right diamond and polish it. I knew that, I knew, you, you, you know, you would know that you, you found the one is because, the how you would know you found that one is because the person that you were meant to be with is going to show itself to you. That's how you know you found the one. That's how you will know you found that one because that one will actually show itself right there. Will manifest itself to you. Seriously, I've had, um, he says, listen, I've had people, I've had ladies one time who told me about how she said she knew that her um, husband was the one. And one, this one girl said she knew that her partner was the one. And I go, well, how do you know? How do you, how, how'd you know? She said, because she said her partner said some things to her that let her know that she was the one, that, that she was the one. And I go, what do you mean? She said one time they were out and about eating and she said, all I said was, she said, all I said was, all I said was, I am so, hmm, I don't know what I want to eat. And she goes, um, I'm going to have this, this, and this, and she's going to have this, and also that. And I go, and I go, what do you mean? Uh, I don't know what I want. I already got what you, I already know what you want. You want this, this, and this, and that's what you're going to have. And she goes, and she goes, well, why, what if I don't want that? But you do want that. Why? Because that's what you like. That's what you love to eat. That's something that you love to eat. It's not what, whether you like it or not, you love to eat this. This is something that's, a, that's, a, that's something in your diet that you eat. I, I noticed when, when I was talking to your family, they say what you normally like to eat. And I noticed when I saw you on social media, and look at, look at some of your photos, this is what you post of where you at, and look what, you are, look what you're having. So this is what we're having. I'm gonna have the same thing because I wanna see what's so good about what you're eating. That's what I want to know. And she was like, oh, wow. And her girlfriend, which is now her wife, went down that rabbit hole 
to know everything about her. I mean, literally went down that rabbit hole, chased it, went down that rabbit hole so deep to know everything about her. Because she said that I, I need to know because I don't want to, I don't want to not know something. I want to be honest with, I want to be honest with you. So I like to know who you are and what you are and why you are the way you are. That's what she said. So, so students, you could be, so that can happen to you like that. That's what I'm saying, okay? Things like that can happen to you, okay? Enough said on that, all right? See what I mean? Sometimes, sometimes you might have to do a little bit like that. Like I said, you might have to go way and dig deep down in there. Go down that rabbit hole and see what you can find. But you never know what you might find, okay? Listen, you never know. All right, so listen carefully, everybody, listen. This is what I want to tell you in closing, because I'm about to cut this a little bit shorter. I could keep going, but I'm just going to tell you, listen. What I want to tell you is that, look, no matter what you do in life or how you put yourself in life and how you work in life, work hard, strive hard, put yourself out there, get everything you need, because I'm going to tell you right now, you are about to achieve your dreams. Your greatness is about to open up. You're about to open up a can of worms and you're about to sit there and let the world see who you are. To be truthful, you need to be truly, truly true to who you are, all right? All right, we good on that, right? All right, that's good. We good, we good. Because if you're not that good, then we gotta make sure you're good. I always say we good, all right? So now, listen carefully. This is J.R. Bell, your professor, talking about all things Red Pill. And I told you when I did my lectures, the Red Pill, hey, you ain't talking nothing, you ain't hardcore. Did I, I, did I ever tell you that it was going to be hard? I said, I am going to give you lectures, talk about story time and all that stuff to let you know that I'm not going to be so, not going to be so brutal about it. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be a little bit nicer. That's why. That's all I said. I wanted to be a little nicer, give you a lecture and stuff so that you may understand and talk about things so that your emotions and stuff, I want you to feel how you feel. I want you to be able to um, have a little confidence in yourself so that you may know the things that you're doing. So that's why when I told you in my lecture series, I want you to be able to, it's all gonna be story time. I, that's why I say get a notebook, write stuff down. There's gems in there, everything I tell you. Stories and tell you, things that I look up, I research everything. Sometimes I give you stories from my life because I want you to understand there's things in my past that can actually benefit you. Like, oh, before we go, I'm gonna give you this one. Real good, real good one. I met this, I real good one. I met this one girl. We ended up getting married, but, I, but we, it's no here there. But I met this girl, I'm telling you about her. We were her sister. And if you don't listen, if you listen to my podcast then you know this story, if you haven't, I'm gonna tell you the story anyway. Just so you know this story. This girl right here, she scaled from one to 10. And when I first met her, she was about, um, about a, she was about an eight when I first met her, about an eight. Tomboy, eight tomboy, but really good looking tomboy. Just jeans and a shirt, t-shirt. That's all she wore, tomboy looking, but really good looking. And I really was impressed. So, enough said on that. That's who I married. 
That's what I'm saying, okay? So you never know, okay? Looks looks on me, I'm like yin and yang. All right, so everybody, I want to say I love y'all, I appreciate y'all, and I'm going to catch y'all in the next Red Pill podcast. All right, I'm out of here.